Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, Actor Spotlight. Today, we're talking about the one and the only Sean Astin. And along on the show is actually Sean Astin's real-life son. You're his son? I did not know that about you. Grant Youngsma. Grant? Hello. Are you not really his son? Mm, no. You're not Rudy's son? Um, It'd be the, pretty cool, though. It would be pretty awesome. Uh, but behind the uh, camera, behind the scenes, uh, behind the uh, gigantic curtain is uh, producer Phil. Hello, Phil. Hello. I know very little about Sean Astin. You know a lot more than you think you do, because everyone knows a little bit about Sean Astin. Uh, this week's episode of the Horrible Movie Podcast is actually the least inspirational sports movies of all time. I said least. Uh, and we're going to cover that and talk about those. Uh, and so then you say, well, you know, Sean Astin is in technically one of the most inspirational sports movies uh, in Rudy. That's exactly why we're doing it. To show you what it takes uh, to be an inspiration in a movie. And Sean Astin has done it for decades now. Did you see, I, I saw uh, there was some hilarity online last week uh, when we were recording this uh, of someone who posted a picture of Sean Astin uh, and he was in a pool and there were these the sea otter is a picture of him holding a sea otter and the girl apparently she's you know 10 or whatever and so she uh, tweeted out so cute this picture of uh, Sean Astin from stranger things holding uh, these the sea otter and Twitter being the really nice place it is, you know, it's, it's one of the nicer places on the internet these oh, yeah, days. Definitely. Um, it, I mean, just absolutely uh, lambasted her with, do you not know about, and then dot, 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 Rudy, um, Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. Uh, do you not know about Goonies? He's in all 24. kinds of things. 24. He's uh, Sean Astin, obviously in Stranger Things, uh, and many other great things as well so today sean Aston, if you're watching this we salute you or if you're listening to this we absolutely salute you you are a part of our lives uh and uh, we're so glad that you sir uh were born on february 25th 1971 thank you that's not uh stat to throw in there yes it okay. was well he was born that day february 25th <laughs> 1971 he didn't his parents looked at him and they thought Oh, you'll you'll grow up to be a real estate agent, or a uh, maybe a beanie baby salesman, or you know maybe a surgeon. No, he's gonna grow up and be Rudy to be Rudy. He's Rudy. gonna grow up to be Mikey from the Goonies, Rudy. and it's Rudy. a big deal. Uh, so here he is, Sean Astin uh, from California. Been in California his whole life. Uh, he's like his generation's uh, Fred Savage, essentially. He's uh, next-level stuff, only bigger than Fred Savage. So um, let's look at a little bit of uh, career stuff for the one, the only, uh, Sean Astin. When you guys think about Sean Astin, what movie does come to mind? Rudy. Rudy? Honestly, it's probably Lord of the Rings for me. Samwise Gangy? Yeah. Uh, Well, his first film that he was in, he was Mikey Walsh in uh, The Goonies. Uh, Before that... uh, not uh, not much listed. Um, the 
uh, not really done a whole lot of television work uh, until recently. Actually, let me go back here. I apologize. 1981, uh, he was in a, a television uh, show, a movie, I guess, we call, uh, called Please Don't Hit Me, Mom. <laughs> uh, in 82, he was in Rules of Marriage as a little kid in there. Uh, in 85, he was in The O'Briens. Uh, and then he was in a 1986 show called The Brat Patrol. He wouldn't be back on television until 2003 when he was in an episode uh, of Angel. You ever watch Angel? It's a Buffy I, spinoff. I, oh, no, I, I know of it. I, I like Angel. Okay. I've seen every episode of Angel, including the one that that Sean Astin's in. He's in one episode? He's in one episode. Okay. But anyway, back to, back to films. Uh, 1987's Like Father, Like Son. Um, in a 1987 movie, another one called Whitewater Summer. Uh, in 1989, War of the Roses. He's in uh, Memphis Bell, the movie. He's in Toy Soldiers, which we start to get into uh, more modern times here. Uh, he's in Encino Man uh, as a, one of the main uh, characters, uh, as a friend there to the main character. He was in uh, Rudy, obviously in 1993. Uh, thoughts on Rudy? This is my favorite. This is probably my favorite uh, sports movie, Rudy, I would say. You know why? I literally, at the end, I cry every single time. I literally cry. This is one movie I can guarantee you I cry every single time at the end. It's a long journey, Grant. Would you agree? Yeah. It's uh, definitely a rags-to-riches story. Um, do you Have you seen Rudy before? I have. You're going to have to remind me why why he doesn't play. Like He never plays a single game until like, that last game, right? So but, he, but I, I can't remember why. So here's the deal. Rudy uh, is undersized, uh, okay. not very fast. Uh, and he, you know, bit but, player on his. He's a very bit player on his high school football team. Does he have any disabilities? No, like, oh, no. Just, it's not like radio. Just, or okay, something. No. it's fine. Okay, I, so like, he's just small, is what. Yeah, he's just a okay. regular dude. He's okay. a re- Rudy's a regular dude. And here's what makes Rudy great. Uh, he gets out of high school, gets a job as a miner. Yep. Right. He's a miner in the hometown he's in, just like his dad before him and his brothers before then, you know, before him as well. And he. But he's never lost hope of the dream because one day he always to wanted play to play Notre Dame. Notre Dame. He always wanted to play for Notre Dame. And um, he uh, eventually Goes just to Holy Cross. decided he was going to go. Which Holy Cross at the time was like a community college right by the Notre Dame campus. Holy Cross is a four-year school now. But mm-hmm. um, he uh, ends up faking his way onto the campus of Notre Dame and being part of like the pep club. He ends up making his way onto a tryout, and they keep him on as like a meat squad, like a uh, uh, practice squad player. Mm-hmm. And he, it's unbelievable to him. Like he's, it's like the and, and he goes four whole years of being part of this team. They get a new uh, coach. coach. He had Eris Parsegian, longtime coach, who uh, had kind of agreed to let him come on. And then they got right coach named Dan Devine on. Dan Devine before he was at Notre Dame was actually at Mizzou. It was actually at University of Missouri before he went to Notre Dame. Uh, and then uh, Dan Devine keeps him around, but doesn't ha- quite have the same love that a lot of people have for him. And eventually, then in that last, he but he went through this whole thing, and then at the, at the end of uh, the movie, that all the rest of the players basically are like, "You've got to let Rudy dress." Otherwise, because we'll they never let him, they've never let him dress for a game before. So he gets to dress, and uh, they they're up in the end, and they let him uh, get in the end of the game, and he gets a sack. At the end. Now, the story, here's the thing. 
I get chills thinking about it. Because here's the thing, though. It's the, it's, the, it's the actualization of a long journey, this long dream to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Much like when he carries Frodo Baggins up, the, up Mount Doom. It's the long journey that it took. And anyway, Rudy, though, it's a lot of been said that a lot of the story of Rudy is kind of a, uh, oh, it's kind of a fiction, some of it. Some of it. But what movie isn't? It's Hollywood. They don't care, right? They don't care. Who cares? Anyway, so there we go. Rudy. Any last thoughts on Rudy before I move on? I love that movie. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Love it. Um, John Farver is in that movie. One of his, his lifelong friends. Uh, safe passage. Harrison Bergeron. You guys ever read the the uh, short story of Harrison Bergeron? It's a lot like today's society. Harrison Bergeron's in the future, and technology is run run amok. Hmm. Thought police. It's kind of very nineteen eighty four like, and he was the main character, Harrison Bergeron, in it. Courage under fire. He's in a great movie called Wag the Dog. Not really that great, <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a political movie. Uh, Boy meets girl. Bullworth, which is another political movie. I'm uh, going to keep going. The Last Producer, Icebreaker, The Sky's Falling, Lord of the Rings, Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings. Uh, thoughts on Lord of the Rings, Phil? I like it. That's great. Uh, that really, listeners really want to hear <laughs> an in-depth perception from producer Phil. I like it. Can you expand on the I like it? Those movies are good. Okay. Uh, we covered, ironically, we covered Peter Jackson last week. Yeah, yeah, on this show. Yeah, we talked. Can about you it. expand on those movies are good <laughs> a little bit? Give people opinion. They want to hear producer Phil's opinion. Um, I think so. Like people had done Lord of the Rings on film before, like mm-hmm. mostly anime. Like, there was like a great like animated, animated. series that was yeah. of movies that mm-hmm. came out. Um, I feel like a lot of it was straight to video or you know on yeah. cable TV type of thing. That animated stuff. Uh, you'd see The Hobbit. You remember when you were little? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, was... it's hard to watch. Okay. No. So here's what I'm gonna say. I got a video. Or not you got it. I on USA Network. They would run in the afternoons on Sundays. They would run this commercial for The Hobbit, uh, animated show, animated movie or whatever. Yeah. And my parents would see it, and they were like, "What is this crap?" <laughs> because they didn't. They never read those books. So anyway, continue on your thoughts on. I'll Lord, see. I'll Lord see if I can find a, a short clip of it that we can put on screen, maybe with no audio or something. But um, so that, that was all that. Unless you had read the books, that was all people ever knew of that series. And then Peter uh, Peter Jackson comes along, and he's like, "I'm going to make like the series to end all series on you know this kind of thing." And so, um, I mean, until he kind of we talked about this last week, but like he took one book, The Hobbit, and stretched it into three films, which I think was going a little too far, a little too cash grabby. Yeah, we got to have that money, girl. The, the, Come on. The original series, the um, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and Return of the King, Return of yeah. the King, is honestly some of the best cinematic filmmaking ever. Uh, those those movies are epic. So, um, yeah, and he ha- he plays a great role in that in those films, like. I really liked his character as a that support character of like we gotta keep going we gotta keep moving so yeah. uh, it's he was very, awesome very very true he is awesome uh, you gotta think he made a lot of money on that right mm-hmm. I mean yeah. surely right they spent a lot of money on this um, did uh, the uh, did a voice acting job in an animated show called ba- a movie called Balto Three <laughs> Elvis has left the building okay fifty first dates he's Doug Whitmore oh the brother he's the Doug uh, he's the brother. And he's kind of a knucklehead, and mm-hmm. that, and a lot of people online were talking about that about how that's kind of the role that a lot of people like him in as well, which is kind of interesting. 
uh, 50 first date. Smile, bigger than the sky. Um, I'm not going to... Uh, Borderland. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep going here. Click. He's in Click. Uh, he's in... Um, I'm just banging through this here. He's in an animated... Have you ever seen Justice League War? He does the voice for Shazam in Justice League War, huh. the animated show. Which, by the way, those folks, if you haven't watched any of the animated DC uh, comics kind of universe stuff, they do a really good job on their animated stuff. Like it's really interesting, and a lot of it's like, like uh, I think Justice League War. I don't think it's rated R. I think it's rated PG thirteen. But there's a, a, a couple of those that are rated R, which is kind of mm-hmm. like, like the Justice League Dark one is is that way. Um, do you think Cabin Fever, Patient, Patient Zero, direct to DVD? I mean, he is he's just taken... 2014, he was in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things. And two of three of them are... Four, three of them are direct to DVD. Can I get some audio? You got some audio on this? Can we play it? Is that yeah, legal? I, I don't know. I bet um, YouTube will say no. Uh, let me just kill this other one, sorry. We'll see what happens. I don't want our uh, video to get dashed, though, either. Might not be able to hear it. Oh, there it is. Um, so, like, for the people who are listening to this audio only, they won't be able to see what we're looking at, but um, the animation is very dated. This movie came out in 1978, though, or 79. It's a good so, effort. Yeah. Probably first of its kind, isn't it? So you, you can actually see Samwise. Samwise is down there, right? Death mm-hmm. Riders. Is that what they're called? I race. can't remember. Race. The race. Ring race. Ring race. <laughs> he's, like, he's holding the ring and his, his whole hand is literally shaking. It's pretty cool. Good choice, Frodo. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> anyway, so there it is. Uh, and then, um, really, Stranger Things more recently. Uh, but beyond that, that's our friend, the Lears. He's Tom Cornwall. Uh, yeah. Anything else on on uh, Sean Aston? Anything what? else? Any last thoughts? Well, a show that I really liked in high school um, and have started watching again is Twenty Four, mm-hmm. and he was in a series or a season of Twenty Four where he wasn't a very likable character, but in the end. He kind of saves the day because they need somebody to sacrifice their life. And he goes in and sacrifices his life. I'm going to rattle through some TV. I talked so, about spoilers for that season, but he dies in yes. that season heroically. Mm-hmm. Here's the acting he's done. Uh, so I mentioned the movies in 2014. He's also in a thing called The Strain, which is a TV show. Uh, TV wise, Angel, like we said before, obviously we have uh, the early ones I mentioned. Angel, Jeremiah, Higglytown Heroes, Hercules, uh, Meerkat Manor. He's the narrator on that show. Um, Into the West is a miniseries. 24 is Lynn McGill. Uh, Masters of Science Fiction, Monk. He's on an episode of that. Uh, My Name is Earl. He's a salesman on an episode. Um, Law and Order. Agent Oso, Special Agent Oso. He is Agent Oso. It's a kid's show. He watched a little bit. Miller watched a little bit when he was little. NCIS, uh, which those shows were kicking. A, a lot of these are like a single episode yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Just uh, like a, a walk Dorothy apart. and the Witches of Oz. Franklin and Bash, which has uh, Zach Morris in it as one of the main characters. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He is Raphael in that. 
So he did five years of that as Raphael. In the current series? 2012 to 2017 version of it. Okay. Which is an animated, it's an animated movie or animated show. Um, the Librarians, which is a kind of a long-running thing. Justice League, he he does the voice on the 2016-2018 Justice League action as Billy Batson as Shazam. He's kind of the vocal guy. He's the voice for Shazam, really. And he's the narrator on the epic tales of Captain Underpants, which I think is a Netflix show. Uh Big Bang Theory, he makes an appearance on an episode. Oh, yeah. He two was episodes. in the last season of Big Bang. Two episodes, right? Yep. Yep. As himself? Uh, no. No, as Dr. Pemberton. Uh, no Good Nick, and he's Sergeant Knox on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Does a bunch of video games. He's Hercules, voice of Hercules a... on Kingdom Hearts. Obviously, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a regular role or just an appearance? Uh, his appearance on the... He mostly does appearances on TV, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's... you know. He's a big actor to put, get on there. He's done a bunch of Lord of the Rings video games. He's done Raphael's voice on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video games. Uh, he's Reginald from the Minecraft Story Mode uh, show that's on Netflix. I love that. I know you do. All right, it's like a pick your pick your. Uh, it's like a which way pick your own adventure. Pick your path. Kind of how Vanders Vander Snatch was. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 I I think for for me the biggest Vander Snatch. <clears throat> the biggest thing is we're probably. Um, uh, Rudy, Lord of the Rings, and Stranger Things. And Stranger Things is so recent. I, I didn't know that he was Ra- the voice of Raphael from the from TMNT That's true. so I, much. I, I, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't if you were really that. into that show, you would know his and character. And he's yeah. the voice of Shazam on the animated like DC Universe stuff. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's a pretty long episode for an actor's spotlight, but worth it. Because, Sean Astin, if you ever listen to this, we love you. Yeah. We just think you're the best. Uh, and uh, you uh, are definitely inspirational. As opposed to the movies we're going to cover this week on the show uh, that are the least inspirational sports movies of all time. Rudy. On the way out. Rudy. 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 See you guys. And then play the Notre Dame fight song. That's every fight song. No. That's Michigan's the victors. Oh, sorry, Notre Dame people. I've made a man. <laughs> no respect. <laughs>